So I went from doing everything myself to delegating almost everything. I'd say 95% of the system was run by my virtual assistant and it ran like clockwork. Welcome to School of Success, the podcast that will help you reach your goals and become the success story you've always dreamed of. Join us on our journey as we explore the strategies, tools, and tactics needed to build health, wealth, and personal development. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to living life to its fullest with host Brandon Hicks. So let's get started and make your dreams come true. All right, today I'm going to talk about hiring a virtual assistant and how important that was for me and my success in the last couple of years. So I actually think I'm going to do a series on this as far as how to hire, train, put systems and processes in place to really get the full benefit out of working with a virtual assistant. But for now, I just wanted to touch on the importance of having a virtual assistant, especially if you still have that W-2 job. I remember debating, should I hire a virtual assistant or not? And of course, I fell back into my typical pattern of let me do things as cheaply as possible. So this is in the fall of 2021, I decided that I wanted a search for off-market self-storage deals. My coach at the time had great on-market lead flow, but didn't have off-market lead flow. And I was trying to find a way that I could add as much value to him as possible. And I thought, well, why not I come up with the off-market system? And I already naturally kind of think in systems and processes with my background in engineering. And then when I do figure that out, now I've got the list and I've got that asset that I can have with me for the rest of my investing career. Like I said, I tried to do everything as cheaply as possible. I was really doing it like an amateur. Actually, there's a great book on just that, which is called Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield, which is, are you approaching things as an amateur or a pro? And so I'll share the two different versions that I tried. And you can see, so this first one as an amateur, I was skip tracing manually. Now there's softwares that you can use where you can do batches of skip tracing and it takes five, 10 minutes. You can also hire someone. But me being as frugal as I used to be, I was spending five, 10, 15 minutes manually skip tracing, reading through the articles of organization, trying to figure out who owned the LLC, and then going to a free website where I could then find the owner's contact information. It took forever. And it was painful in terms of how long it took. And it was just boring work that I did not want to do. I had a friend of mine that was cold calling after work. So we weren't even able to do that during business hours when an owner would really be available. It was just a slow process. It took way too long to find the number of leads that I would need to be successful in a reasonable period of time. And I said, you know what, I need to do this as a pro. So what I ended up developing was a system, one where I hired a virtual assistant. I put processes and systems in place so that she could basically run the whole thing herself. So from how to find leads, what Excel sheet to put the leads into, who to work with. And we ended up working with someone on Fiverr to do the skip tracing. Once you receive the phone numbers, the email addresses, the home addresses, once you receive those, how to enter them into a CRM. I was now using a CRM as opposed to just doing it all in Excel. What scripts to use for cold calling what to do when you find an owner that's interested, which is basically set up a phone call for me. So I went from doing everything myself to delegating almost everything. I'd say 95% of the system was run by my virtual assistant. And it ran like clockwork because I had taken the time to write an SOP 
standard operating procedure. I took the time to write scripts and to record training videos of myself going through the process. So I recorded myself going through the entire process. I think it's like 25, 10 minute videos where I recorded myself going through the process. And then now I've got those videos up on a Google drive that my virtual assistant can reference whenever. So by doing that, I found that I was able to only work on this off-market system 30 minutes to an hour a week which was perfect for me because I still had my day job. So while I'm working my day job, now my virtual assistant is working US hours calling owners. I can't spend two to three, maybe four hours a day cold calling owners because I've got my day job. And if I was to try to do that all on my own, I'd have to squeak that in at lunchtime or right in the morning or at the end of the day, it wasn't sustainable for me. So I learned so much in that process, one about hiring, two, how to delegate, three, how to build systems and processes. I actually put together a framework that I presented to my multifamily group to show them exactly how to put those systems and frameworks in place. And another hesitation that I would share, which fortunately this all worked out really well for me, is I was hesitant because of the cost. The system I was estimating would cost about a thousand bucks a month. So that's $12,000 a year. And I thought, man, how can I hire someone and pay for these softwares when I don't have any income coming in yet? It just didn't make sense to me. And finally, I flipped that switch, which was, this is an investment. You know, I could take my money and invest it into a syndication, or I could take that money and invest it into my business. And I also thought, okay, you don't need to commit to this for two years. You can commit for six months and then reevaluate. And also, how are you going to feel a year from now wondering what could have happened, how many deals you could have closed if you would have taken that action but didn't. And so ultimately I decided that it made sense for me to move forward. I also knew, and I realized this too, one successful deal would pay for years of this system. And that's ultimately what ended up happening. Like I've mentioned in previous podcast episodes, we found a deal within six weeks and closed on it about six months later. It was a little bit longer than typical. I was new and learning along the way and I learned a lot. But the profit I made on that one deal would pay for that system for like the next eight to 10 years. And, you know, in the back of my mind, I knew that when I was trying to make that decision. And really what I needed to do was trust the process. So in that process, I just learned so much and it gave me so much leverage that I wouldn't have had because I still had my W-2 job. So for anybody that's wondering if you should hire a virtual assistant, definitely don't think about it as an expense. It's an investment in your business. Many times you can hire a virtual assistant overseas for five to $10 an hour. What's your time worth to you? Cold calling, building the list. Is that something that you want to spend your time on? Or could you be building your network with investors, building relationships with brokers and owners, things that you can't outsource? So I would challenge you to think of the areas in your life where a virtual assistant could actually really help you and to consider that and think not to think of it as an expense, but to think about it as an investment. And if you're looking for help with hiring a virtual assistant, I've worked with a couple agencies. I've hired a virtual assistant on my own through Upwork. I've learned a lot in the last year or so. So if you're looking for help, I'd love to help you out. Please reach out to me through social media and we can connect that way. Hey. I appreciate you listening to another episode of School of Success. I'm committed to helping others reach their full potential. So if you found value, please leave a five-star rating and review. With that, we can reach more people and help make their dreams come true.